happy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, I'm really, really excited about today's episode. We're going to be continuing on in our uh, exploring of a devotional, the Finding Your Purpose devotional. And the link to um, that, the devotional that I'm doing, the app that I'm doing it through is going to be below as always. And this week we are going to be talking about Psalm 57. And that's, you know, the highlighted verse from this week comes comes from Psalm 57. And um, let's go ahead and do some backstory. So the last few weeks we've kind of talked about how everyone has their own purpose. You know, God created us each to have a unique, you know, strength and talent and reason that we are here on this earth. And we have to, you know, make sure that we are the type of person who is open to recognizing it and having ourselves be used to fulfill that purpose with our passion. And um, we've also talked about how just because you know what your passion is and you're you know, doing your best to be the type of person that God can use for that purpose doesn't mean that you're not going to go through some hard stuff. So this is just going to be another example of that. The devotional from this week was talking about how, you know, we're not made to have the same talents as somebody else or have the same skills or purpose or life in general as somebody else. And so we can get our most fulfilled life once we come to terms with that and once we accept what our true purpose is. So the highlighted uh, verse from the devotional is Psalm 57, 2 and 3. And it says, I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfill his purpose for me. He will send help from heaven to rescue me, disgracing those who hound me. My God will send forth his unfailing love and faithfulness. And I love that verse. It's really it's just a really encouraging verse telling us that God's going to protect us without fail and he will help us fulfill our purpose on this earth. But, you know, the anecdote was about fulfilling our destiny because of the uniqueness God has given us. And so I think if we look at the context of Psalm 57, that's where we can find the true biblical support for this idea that if we do our best to follow God's will and accept our own particular purpose, we can do really great things in this life. So uh, Psalm 57, it was written by David. Again, we had... um, Psalm, I want to say 137 or 138 from two weeks ago, that was also written by David. But this psalm was written while David was hiding in a cave, and he was hiding because Saul was trying to kill him. So the backstory on that is from 1 Samuel, and it's a really, really interesting story in and of itself. So if you're looking for a really interesting story to read in the Bible, 1 Samuel, I would highly recommend Basically, we can relate it to the devotional because here's, you know, the whole backstory of it. Saul, if you don't know who he is, he was the king of Israel and he was a really great military leader. He was very skilled in that, but he wasn't the best king. He was kind of impulsive and jealous and he made rash decisions sometimes without being faithful and, you know, A, really thinking them through and B, trusting that God would do what he said he would. So he was the king, and when David came along of 
David and Goliath. Saul got so jealous of him. You know, David was also great in the military. He was the great warrior. He was very brave. And, you know, after he became more known and became involved with Saul and his family, people in the street would say, you know, Saul has killed his thousands, David his ten thousands. And Saul would let that comparison get to him. He became so jealous of David that he wanted to kill him. So, you know, if you go deep, if you dive deep into it, Saul's son finds out about the plan. And Saul's son, Jonathan, and David are really good friends. So he tells David what his dad is planning on doing. And David flees. And so, you know, not only does Saul's son help, but David is married to Saul, one of Saul's daughters, and she helps too. So David flees, and at the time that this was written, it's during that flee where he's hiding in a cave with his men, trying not to be murdered. Now, during this time, David was being faithful to God, calling on him for support, praising him, you know, remaining faithful, but he still experienced those hardships just like we talked about before. And God protected him. He used his pain for good, like we also talked about last week. You you don't go through experiences for nothing. Those help form you into the type of person that God can use. And eventually, David did become king. But before this triumph, there is a lot of shady business, sneakiness going around with Saul continuing to try chase David down, kill him. And God actually gave David two chances to kill Saul, where Saul would not have ever even seen it coming. But David chose not to, because the Lord told David that Saul was his anointed leader at that time. And so David followed the will of the Lord. Each time he had the opportunity to kill Saul, he didn't. And then he would confront Saul after and say, you know, to show him, I had the chance to kill you and I chose not to. I'm showing you mercy. And... Saul, the first time this happens, so Saul comes into a cave where David and his men are hiding and his men encourage him, you know, take him down. He wouldn't see anything happening. Saul was relieving himself, as the Bible says, so he wasn't really focused on anything else. Um, David goes, cuts a piece off of Saul's robe and then shows it to him and says, look, like, this is how close I could have been. This is how close I was that I could have killed you and I chose not to. And Saul sees that and admits that, you know, David is brave. He's meant to be king. But he can't accept it. You know, he tells him, I'm done. I'll back off. But then he goes back on his word and he continues to try and kill David. So they go back and forth. Saul is constantly chasing him down, trying to get him. And eventually Saul kills himself by falling on his own sword when it appeared that an enemy was going to overpower his troops and defeat him. And something that is so interesting to me in that is that Saul admits David's meant to be king. So Saul knows it, even if even if he's saying it in an attempt to convince David that he's not going to hunt him down anymore, even if he doesn't believe it, if it's a trick, he still says it. And I think that he knows that David is more noble. David is, and he's not perfect. There's plenty of things that David did that were not perfect. So it's not about anything like that, but for his specific purpose, he was meant to be king. 
And I think about how many times we try and do something that it's, it's not right for us. We're not right for the job. But we have this idea built up in our head of what our life is going to look like that we just keep, we keep going after it. We can't let it go. And there may be signs that that thing is not right for us. It's not what we're meant to do. But we just keep trying. We can't seem to let it go. And I've, I've definitely had that. I had <laughs> an experience where in college, like my college degree, what I went to college for um, well, I have two degrees, but one of them is an associate's, one's a bachelor's. For the reason I got my bachelor's was because of what I wanted to do with my associates. And it just seemed like at the start of every semester, there was some issue. They put my program in wrong, so I got denied, you know, student aid. And then I got kicked out of my classes because they had put me in the wrong program and because I didn't have the money to pay for it. And so I had to get that fixed and I had to say, can I come to class anyway? Like I got into this program. I want to come so bad. They let me. And then when I went to go get my bachelor's so I could do this program and I could do the job after I graduated, um, I was told to take the wrong classes. I had to do it all online. I got really sick and had to have surgery. I got like so many different things were telling me, this is not right for you. This is not what you're supposed to do with your life. And maybe, you know, I say like, this isn't right for you, but the reality is I wasn't right for it. You know, it takes a lot to be able to say, I can't do something or I'm not made for something. I don't have the necessary skills or toughness or dedication for something. And it's really hard to know when you're getting signs like, is God telling me not to do this? Is God telling me to give up on this? It's hard to know if he is or if he's testing you. If it's to see how dedicated you are or if it's God telling you, I'm giving you these signs. Please listen. Stop hurting yourself by forcing something that's wrong. So that was just a really interesting part that like, it just sticks in my head. Why do we go after these things that are not meant for us when God specifically tells us he has a plan for our unique gifts and talents? I guess just because it's kind of a gray area. But that's beside the point. Um, that was just an, another thing that I took from this. But anyway, all of that is to say the difference between Saul and David is that even though they were really alike in some of their strengths, um, David focused on the opinion of the Lord, but Saul was focused on the opinion of the public. He let himself get so wrapped up in comparison that he betrayed someone, David, who had proven himself to be a faithful servant and friend. Like I said, he was great, great friends with Saul's son, Jonathan, and he missed the point. You know, Saul missed it, and he missed it on having his story be used as an example of greatness, which is something that he really wanted. Because he couldn't, he couldn't stand the comparison. He couldn't accept what his purpose was and know what his strengths were and focus on that and improving himself and being used as a tool for something greater. Instead, he wanted what David was made for. So, a big lesson in all of this is that you're unique and you must learn to embrace your own uniqueness in order to find your passion and live out your purpose because God has a plan 
and it can only come to fruition with your specific, um, this is, you know, quote from the devotional, your personality, background, temperament, mindset, and skills. It can only come to fruition with yours. And God has a plan for your life that depends on that uniqueness. This is also a quote, um, and I love it. A life of, it's from the devotional, the anecdote part. It says, a life of destiny is where you measure what you've done compared to what you were created to do. And that is absolutely the best reason I've ever heard to stop comparing yourself to others. A life of destiny is where you measure what you have done compared to what you were created to do. Not to what your friend was created to do. You don't compare it to what your mom did. You don't compare it to what your dad did. Not what your neighbor did. Not what, you know, a girl you went to high school with is doing. Don't compare where you're at with somebody else. All you compare yourself to is what you were created to do. And focusing on yourself, improving yourself, making sure that you are the type of person who is ready. You got to prepare. You, you can't just fall into something and be successful. You can't just fall into your passion and automatically know what incorporating that into your life looks like. You have to do the work. You have to have your right mindset. And you got to be ready. You got to put the time in and... So I just think that that was a really amazing um, devotional for this week. It's interesting, um, as I mentioned before, the devotionals are just kind of like a short anecdote and then a verse that kind of ties into it. But I think looking at in depth is something that really adds value and being able to understand the context is what's going to make everything come together. So I like this devotional. Um, it's the Finding Your Purpose devotional. I think there have been some really great verses and some stories in here that we've been able to expand on and kind of learn more from. But if I do explore another devotional, we have one more week left, so hopefully that'll be just as great as all the others. Next time I, I do one, if I decide to explore another devotional on this podcast, I would love to see something a little bit deeper. I mean, it's fun for me to go and look at the context and to be able to understand it and kind of make all those connections, but um, I'm somebody who, at this point in my life, I have the time to do the research on it. I have the knowledge that the Bible doesn't make sense. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't make sense unless you know the context. Sometimes, even if you do know the context, you're a little bit lost. But you have to know, like, who God is speaking to or who wrote it and who they're speaking to and what are the, you know, history events related to this and what time was this written. So it's really important to kind of know the players, know the characters, know the backstory. And so I would love to find another devotional that gets a little bit deeper that is, you know, it can explain more and expand more on the, I mean, I'm a history nerd, so <laughs> it can expand on the history. It can tell us the context and it can really just get more in depth in the word because that's what I love. I love being able to get into the Bible and to have these verses that back us up. So 
um, you know, they back up the beliefs or the stance or whatever it is. I love being able to have a verse that points to that and know the context and where it's from. So that is just me. If you have any uh, suggestions on a type of devotional that you would like to see next or any topics that you would like to cover next, definitely let me know. I am open to hearing all of those suggestions and um, just kind of a fun side story. Last week, we talked about um, how with your enemies, you know, I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. I think it was last week. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. But, um, you know, with your enemies, don't be harsh to them. You know, put kindness on their head and let God take care of it. It is your job to be kind to them. It's not your job to take them down a peg or level them up. And my friend was actually going through a kind of a hard time. She was really upset with somebody because something they did. And it wasn't like it was a friend that she could have had a good conversation with, but it was just a random person at her job. And I was able to send her that verse. And I was just like, it's so cool when you learn something in the Bible that then it applies to your actual life and you can pull it in and use it to help encourage others and even encourage yourself when you're feeling kind of low. So I think that's cool. God is really, really great about putting things in your life that mean something. His timing is going to be greater than anything we could ever orchestrate ourselves. And so, you know, he's always proving that. And I think that that's really awesome. But anyway, that's all I have for today. Remember to focus on yourself, focus on your own strengths. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. Compare what you have done compared to what you were created to do. And that's just going to give you the best life. It's going to give you the best scope of, you know, what you're doing. And if you're doing what you're meant to be doing. And if you're fulfilling the purpose that God has given to you. Even if you don't recognize what it is yet. Alright. Now I'm really done. <laughs> Make sure you go over to ITH Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know if you have a topic that you want to talk about. Like I said, next week is going to be our last week in this devotional. We'll be wrapping it up. So if you have anything else you want me to talk about, um, biblical or non-biblical, it can be anything. Just go ahead and either tweet me or drop a comment on Instagram. And I will see you guys next week. Well, we'll hear each other next week. (laughs) All right. (laughs) As always, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. And remember to go out there and be the voice of reason in a world full of crazies. Bye.